everybody, look who we have here, Alison Packard. You may know her as Rose from Modern Warfare 2. How are you, Alison? Thank you for coming on the show today. I am so good, Dan. It's nice to finally meet you in person. I've been seeing a lot of your auditions with the other actors in the game pop up, so it's great to finally meet you. Great to meet you too. How have you been? How's everything been? How was your 2022? You know what? Um, it was actually pretty great. I think I'm feeling pretty excited about work lately. I'm feeling pretty joyful that we are at a point in the pandemic where we can get back out and be part of community. And um, I can actually start getting out there and meeting fans, which is something that's really important to me. Mm. So um, I, I feel very grateful, to be honest. And I was I was looking through your your extensive catalog of work, and you've been doing voiceovers for many many years. Tell me, take me back to when you discovered you had this talent. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> just like being a kid, I grew up wanting to be an actor, um, doing a lot of theater, and I think my very first, like, if I'm to trace it back, voiceover job was I was working in theater um, on A Christmas Carol, and I had, like, a backstage death scene where I was <laughs> speaking into a microphone. I remember just being like, I love this. <laughs> um, so that was that was one. And then I, when I was in college, I went to school at Emerson College in Boston, and I studied new media, and I did radio, and um, that's when I made my first demo a demo is like a, a demo recording of the types of voices and spots you can do and that got me an opportunity at a casting agency cp casting in boston and um i just went out for my first job and i was lucky enough to book it and everything in the course of my life changed because of that one audition wow do you know like what were you going to do before that did you have any idea what your career path was going to be? Was it going to be something completely different? Or, Well, I always wanted to be an actor, but it didn't yeah. seem like the safe bet. I yeah. was going to have a lot of money for school, and I felt like I needed to have a job that had more security. <laughs> Little did I know I would never be able to escape the profession. You picked the worst part. The worst part. <laughs> yeah, so I started as a broadcast journalist major, which is ironic how, like, with my podcast, Alison's Wonderland, it's kind of comes full circle that – I kind of do journalism. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. So, but then I got in and I was like, this is not the right fit for me. I need something that feels more creative. Mm. I don't want to just be a talking head. And that's when I started doing voice acting and, and on-camera acting through opportunities um, at the film school. I just decided, you know what, I'm going to go to LA and I'm going to give it a try. And then I never looked back. And was your first video game World of Warcraft? Yeah, World of Warcraft and Prince of Persia, Warrior Within were right around the same time. Wow. And, um, but I was very young. I mean, I did. I got lucky. Games were not, <laughs> nothing like they are today. I mean, no, was, no. Wow. In 2000, with the expansion was like 2007. Um, did you ever play? I did. I've played both those games. They're both great. I yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I couldn't believe it, actually. <laughs> it's yeah. so it's so bizarre. Do you remember actually doing those voices all those years ago? Like, were you nervous at that time? And how yeah. is it? How I has was, it changed since I then? I was not nervous. I being behind the mic. I guess I just feel more empowered. There's mm. so much more use of imagination as you're creating the scene, and you're really just like 
many times not even acting with another actor. So the other actor is you in your mind. <laughs> so um, <laughs> mm. I didn't feel nervous. I, I didn't really understand what a big deal World of Warcraft was at the time. My sister was a gamer and I called her and I was like, I'm doing this game. It's called like World of Warcraft. She's like, oh my God, <laughs> Allie, you're doing World of Warcraft? <laughs> She's like freaking out, and and her boyfriend at the time they were really like excited for me. I also um, I do animation, um, cartoons, and I do promos for television. I just did a movie trailer for something at Tiffany's, and a ton of commercials. So in this business, um, you can be as diverse as you want, or you can kind of focus in on one or two areas. And I kind of like the variety, you know? Uh, I can tell you like the variety. And how did the Call of Duty opportunity come about? Just a normal audition for you, just code names, no idea what it is until you go in, and then you're like, oh, Call of Duty, really? I just auditioned. I knew uh, my character. I knew she was a soldier. Um, they weren't, we weren't given much information and, um, I just did the audition and it wasn't until I arrived at the session that I found out it was Call of Duty. <laughs> and you obviously knew Call of Duty at this yeah. point. You have to live under a rock. <laughs> yeah. All right. And, uh, and does that... it's my first time being in a Call of Duty game. Yeah. And is there a pressure there for you? Or as you said, you just pump, like use it as a, as juice, as it just pumps you up. Um, you know, I, I didn't feel a lot of pressure to, I think it was more just focused on, uh, the character and I was really lucky. I worked with some amazing directors on the project and, uh, Walter Gray and Chris Encia. Um, yeah, it's like such a powerful experience being in that room and being kind of isolated. Um, everybody was except for the engineer was in a different place physically. So mm. I felt very much in my own world. And that kind of just helps you get into the zone so much more with the acting. Um, picturing the world and picturing the environment that Rose is in. Um, it, it's just, it, it's such a dangerous and stressful situation, but she's so cool um that i think she kind of took over me <laughs> <laughs> i could tell yeah i could hear the passion in in some of the i haven't heard all the voice lines i'm still trying to get get them all because there's so many different things you know you gotta there's coughing lines there's you know, underwater there's when you die there's pinging different things and there's but it's i i wanted to ask you it is interesting because rose i believe is the only character to return from the only operator to return besides um, the main cast from the last game. And there was obviously an another voice actor who I've had on, Jamie. She used to do the voice for Is that tough for you to come into a role that's already been done or is that more exhilarating for you or is that something you're, have, you've done before? Coming into a character that's already been, you know, sort of done before. I have. But, yeah. um, but, you know, I mean, there's so much respect for the other actress that worked on the game. So much respect for the property itself. I know that I don't own Rose. I'm just writing a chapter of her story. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Um, I didn't honestly have time to listen to any of Jamie's stuff before going in. I was going in cold. It was not a voice match. So they were looking. No, it wasn't. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. 
you're looking to do something different with the role. And I just came in and did my version of Rose. And what was the challenges for you on this compared to maybe other voice work? Is it just the fact that this one has a lot of, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's a lot of battle, a lot of screaming and, you know. (laughs) Yeah, as you know, um, anything that's very vocally stressful is tough on voice actors because we have so many auditions every day. So if you're yelling and you are hoarse, (laughs) then (laughs) it's tough to, you know, suddenly I'm like, Neutrogena. (laughs) 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 What? Um, So, you know, it's it's challenging, but I just try to bring a lot of perspective to the game because I have not been in the military, but my I have family members that served active duty. And I think for me, it's a reality check about the gravitas of that situation and um, that environment. And so um, I just try to really put myself in in her position and um, just be as present as I could to what was going on around me and what was happening around me. Um, so I think the nature of the intense drama of that situation, it's not like I'm like, hey, um, you know, I do toodles on Tom and Jerry. It's not like that lighthearted comedy stuff or like I'm on Rugrats, you know, like, hey, you babies, like I'm not just being a silly, silly four-year-old boy or whatever. I'm like, yeah. it's a it's it's a different environment. So I just try to like honor that and was so lucky to be guided by some of the amazing directors on the project. Are you are you a physical mover on in the booth? Like are you are you sort of acting it out? As you're doing yes. it, or yeah, and actually, I posted a TikTok on my account. It's Allison Packard with the spelling of my name. I don't know if they just can see where it is. <laughs> I don't know if I can oh, it. I'll have it in the description. Don't worry. Um, yeah, yeah. But I posted a TikTok with some behind the scenes footage. Now, when I started in voiceover, we would be acting into a microphone like this, which meant you couldn't move all around. Now they have you in a cap where the mics are usually mounted here. Or maybe you'll be in a performance capture cap where the camera's here, but you have so much more freedom. And I take full advantage of that freedom because <laughs> I find that I, number one, it makes it more believable to me. When I'm committed to the environment, I, 100%. Look around, mm. I see what, what Rose would see. And then I hold my gun. Like I'm mm. always imagining like reloading mags, you know, like where's, where's my, you know, what am I holding? What type of weapon am I holding? Um, yeah. I almost, it sounds too crazy, but like maybe in the future, they'll let me someday like bring my own pretend like fake weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about asking and I'm like, I am going to sound crazy at Warner Brothers. Like, hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look committed to the role at least. Eh? <laughs> Well, make it more real and hopefully it helps make it more real for um the listeners and and the the people playing as well is that a typical thing now for voiceover to have that set up or is that just for this game i i would say uh more often um i just recorded i don't know if you played neon white did you play no i'd love to i've heard great things it's on my backlog i mean this yeah my backlog's getting too big (laughs) it's getting a lot of um a lot of really great feedback I'm really proud yeah. of that game. I played Neon Red, who's the female lead in that game. Wow. Um, Congrats. Yeah, it's been a really good year. Yeah. Um, that was actually recorded during the pandemic and in this studio, not as beautifully lit as today. But, ah, um, yeah. So I, that was different. It 
even though, you know, um, it's speed running game. So mm -hmm. I'm not really, I don't have maybe some excerpt, um, efforts and stuff like that, but it's the cutscenes are more dialogue. So, um, that was recorded here and some games are still, I recorded a couple games this year where I was speaking into a microphone, but a lot of the AAA games now will have you be wearing the cap, which I love. I thought about getting a cap at home. <laughs> I was like talking to the engineer in my last session. I'm like, so about these microphones and where do you get that cap? Like, it's <laughs> so cool. Cause then you're just, you're free. Like, look right now I'm off the mic. You can't hear me. Right. So I can't mm. an audition, but. Is that, uh, that studio you've got there, is that something you honed in on during the pandemic or did you already have everything set up before then? I had been doing a lot of television promo and that requires, and I also have some ongoing commercial campaigns that requires that you have broadcast quality home studio. So I was in the camp where I was just sort of ready to go as soon as the pandemic hit, which was a relief because everything else in the pandemic was <laughs> really, yeah. uh, challenging. So I was yeah. glad that I didn't have to try and get things up and running. This is my third home studio and by far, um, my favorite, it is um, a 10 by 12 foot acoustically treated space in my backyard built from the bottom up um, by George. I've Wade. seen it on TikTok, actually. I've seen the I little tour. Yeah. yeah. So it's, and I have this little loft up here. That's where you have a little nap? Oh, I would. I have a nap. <laughs> I like I ever nap. I wish I did. <laughs> chill. Uh. Um, but yeah, I, I journal up there and meditate and yeah it is definitely a different energy in the space it's like work mode and then like when i'm writing i usually go up there um and then there's all my little my toys and stuff you can't really they're not as well lit yeah. but jibanya and some barbie stuff yokai watch are they all your characters those those figures uh, yeah those are uh, all my characters. that Except must barbie yeah. i was a writer on this on the show i was a writer on barbie dreamtopia so uh. i didn't voice on that show but they're all all the other ones are are my it babies. Must, it must be sort of a proud moment walking in and seeing these are all my characters, you know. You know, I think that us voice actors do our best to remind ourselves of our successes and wins because there are so many more uh misses and and failures that you know, every day, if you audition for 30 jobs, you might get one job. Um, so it, it can be challenging. You really need a lot of mental fortitude to be able to keep going. And and part of that is focusing on the wins, cheering each other on, cheering on mm. other They have the wins, even if, and especially if it's something you auditioned for and really wanted. It's so important for your mental health that you just, I believe, put positivity out there in the world and continue to uplift and inspire because it's it. a great gift what we get to do for a living. And, and it is tough and it's challenging and I'm not going to say it's not. But um, at the end of the day, I feel grateful that I'm living a life where I get to dig in to the tough stuff and grow. And I feel like, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but like 25 to 40 year old white woman would be probably one of the hardest categories to audition for would that be would that be safe to say or or would i be wrong no anymore i think okay. so much has changed I, okay. I try not to think about 
that. I know for sure commercials have always skewed male, um, but I think that's shifting. Mm. I, television promo and trailer, I'm so fortunate enough that I've been able to work in those areas because they're very heavily male. Um, but I think if you look at the lack, you're just going to find more reasons of lack. And the fact uh, that I am who I am is not something that I can change. So I just try to make the best of the opportunities that I am right for. And is that a ukulele in the back there? Is that something, is that a little skill that you have? Or... I put out an album in um, 2019. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, um... Shit, what, what, can you just tell me something you're not good at? Just so I feel a bit better. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> uh, so you put out. Oh, I'm a terrible dancer. I mean, I like to dance, but. Come don't... on. Uh, there's no way you're a worse dancer than me. There's just no okay. way. Dance off, Dan. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Let me see you dance. No. Come on. Dance no. Off, dance. dance <laughs> off, Dan. Do you know this move? How about this one? Do you pull, ever pull this out on the dance floor? Yeah, no, no. I'm, like, I'm, I'm not watch. even going there with you. No, I can't. I can't. And I'll never <laughs> live it down. <laughs> um, so you you wrote an album and performed an album. Man, that's another thing that's just, that's a lot of time and effort as well. I can't imagine. Yes. It was after my son was like a year and a half old and it was really hard as an artist to give up so much of myself um, and I kind of mm. felt like it also was this great awakening where I felt like, oh my goodness, I understood mortality. I'm like, I am going to die someday. <laughs> oh my God. How, you know, and, um, but yet I love my son so much. He's like the love of my life. Um, one of my husband as well, obviously. Um, he's second. He's so, <laughs> he's such a little smushy cutie. Um, how old's your son? Six. So six. fortunately, I don't have to be like, don't play Call of Duty yet. <laughs> I'm I think he'll be a Rose main. Yeah. I've got yeah. a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not because uh, mom, right? <laughs> hey, uh, I'm curious, like, a lot of kids these days, uh, you know, some parents like chuck the iPad on them really early and and sort of let them go. What What's your philosophy with, with like gaming and kids and when do you think the right time is? And you know what I mean? It's, it's a tough conversation, but it's, it's, I, I'm interested to hear your perspective because you're in the industry of gaming and you know, you know, the good things and the bad, I guess. Um, so yeah, I'm just curious what your perspective it's, would be. On that. I mean, it's an ongoing conversation and one we're continuing to have in my household. Um, we don't have any consoles. Actually, we actually do have Nintendo, but my son doesn't know it. But <laughs> 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 we had to tuck it away. Um, yeah. You know that the thing is, screen time is a major dopamine fix, as we all know, and on the developing brains. Um, you know, you can get really addicted to it. Mm. So I, um, we do try to have some limitations around that and what he's watching and um but he's also very little and how much time he's watching but um he loves tv it's his favorite thing in the world um i think he would not there's nothing else he'd rather be doing than watching tv so <laughs> um i can't deprive him of that i think had the pandemic not happened 
I think we would be watching less TV than maybe not watching it every single day, but he definitely yeah. asks every single day. We also do a lot of reading, um, yeah. read to him a lot. Um, and even he, he so much prefers like Kindle books just cause it's like a screen. I'm like, your generation, woo, you guys are <laughs> waiting for it. You're just gonna be in the matrix, like plugged in, <laughs> like give me my dopamine hits. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Call of Duty is, has its rating for a reason. It is designed for adults. It is. Um, yeah. Have you played, do you play much? You don't play much, many games, do you? No. No. Um, and, you know, I, I thought about, gosh, it would be really fun to be a Twitch streamer and, like, get to play with my friends. That's, for me, gaming is social. and. Mm. I even like watching movies and TV shows. I rarely do that alone. I like to do that with others. It's fun to have a conversation about it after. Um, so I, I think it would be really fun to game um, in community. Like, yeah. and that's, which seems really fun. And it would also be really fun to play my own games. I would probably tend towards more, you know, like, adventure stories um but it'd be yeah, fun. yeah. It'd be fun it would be really fun dan you gotta invite me over to game i'll i'll just you know well <laughs> oh i'd love to have you but you know it would be a viral video because with with warzone um having proximity chat now i don't know if you know what that is but you can hear people that are close to you <laughs> if you were playing as rose and doing voices as your character people would be like is that a soundboard <laughs> and then you know, I I just feel like that'd be a pretty uh, pretty cool idea. That would be amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh, it'd be so fun. Um, my friend Brizzy Anna Brisbane is uh, a gamer as well as a YouTuber, and and she lives right down the street. I'm like, invite me over. Let's play some video games. <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your schedule like? I'm curious because you're you know such a talented voice actor. Always got work in all different sides, commercial games, animation, and. What does your day look like for anyone that's that's curious? Like, so okay, yeah. this is my average day, and this is not every single day, but my average weekday. I try to get up at five thirty so that I can get a workout in from six to seven. I come home, I get my son ready to work, ready for school. My husband takes him to school, and then I start work around eight a.m. And then I usually work. I work from home most days. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a mix of different jobs. Like today I'm doing Walla on a TV show, which is like background voices. Tomorrow I'm in studio working on a AAA game that I can't talk about. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Um, you know, it's just a mix. And um, part of it is it's like you kind of always want a little bit of routine in your life, you know? Yeah. And you don't necessarily. You don't get that with this, do you? You don't get that. Um, no. I do my auditions in the morning but then sometimes they come in in the afternoon and yeah anytime you get a session like that is king you drop everything and you go to work or if you have something last minute you, you've got to be flexible and drop everything um but i recently within the past year through hosting yeah. my um podcast and um hosting i did some on-camera hosting for virgin orbit and a couple other projects and um, so I've been doing more on auditioning for on camera and acting jobs. And that's been really fun to bring that into the mix. 
I love VO. It will always be a huge passion of mine. But you're to use your full body and your face, you you become more embodied, you know? I, I tried it, you know, even if I'm if I'm like doing like toodles, I'm like, Tommy baby, I've come into a fortune in Kansas. You know, it's like like I'm using my face. And if I'm like if I'm like Chibanyan from Yoka Watch, I'm like, Yes. Like, look at how ugly this is. What is this? Um, <laughs> is um, I can't so, imagine you workshopping that voice to get to that with that face. That's hilarious. That yeah. well. I mean, you just kind of, you don't even, you're not even thinking about what the camera sees. You're just feeling Yay. what the character is living. <clears throat> as and yeah. so, um, but on camera, you've got to be aware of the camera. Um, mm. So, something it was always my first love and now um kind of coming back to it which is really exciting so have you done much performance capture work at all have you ever been able to dabble into that a little bit but not too much and mm. i'm excited about the future of that because so much is changing with pcap and mocap and i would really love to suit up um i try to stay physical and stay in good shape so i yeah. can definitely stand for a I could I could stand I can like you know um yeah you could do it easy be great yeah. so I, I I think we're gonna see more and more of that we're seeing more more and more I still think most games are vo only um but we're seeing more performance capture and and motion capture in all games so and that's something um, you really want to do or it's not on your radar yeah I would love to do it yeah I it, being on set is just so fun mm -hmm. um you know, I, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what happens and and what 2023 is if it's going to be more on camera acting or more PCAP mocap. Um, I'm, you know, I'm curious because so much of it, it's like I could say I want to do mocap, I want to do PCAP, but it's not at the end of the day in my control. I can only no. Do it's not like we can just yeah, yeah pick out our favorite roles and uh, <laughs> on camera. So, what would what would your ideal day be? You you said what your you know what your average day looks like what if you could if you know money wasn't a, a factor or anything like that what would your ideal day be on set cam on camera acting oh gosh i have so many different ideal days <laughs> every 5 years of my life up for the rest of my life because i mean it would be really fun to be a series regular on a television show that would be mm. I also um, would love to produce an animated movie and help get um, a movie made. Um, I would love to do more hosting and, um, you know, be a bigger part, be part of something bigger than me um, within that sphere, whether it's social, YouTube, um, something like that. As a solopreneur in terms of the podcast, it is challenging to be trying to do everything once i'm like i gotta do marketing i gotta do I gotta it's hard do isn't it questions. i gotta yeah. you know, interview somebody schedule them oh now somebody just popped in my calendar on this day and now i have a session i have to reschedule it's like it's oh um, yeah challenging. i can imagine you have a full a full-time job or is this your full-time this is my full-time and uh and it's already hard enough and just if i was a voice actor i mean doing this as well i can't imagine the scheduling and everything you that you have to go through or anything like that my assistant is 
my girlfriend, I would say. She helps a lot. She helps as much as she can, but she works from home as well. She's a she's a very successful uh, graphic designer, so that mm-hmm. helps with some of the graphics as well. My end, but um, more like for a company freelance, yeah, yeah, freelance, yeah. Um, down here in Australia, but uh, where in Australia are you? I'm in Melbourne. Ah, you did you go to Melbourne? Sydney. No, Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm originally. I was born in Sydney, but. Um, parents moved to melbourne so you're gonna have to come back down for a a comic-con or something eventually hey yeah i would love that it'd be so amazing from your mouth to god (laughs) 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 so you said um you'd love to be a series regular on a tv show what's some of the what's some of your favorite shows that you've been watching recently because i've been watching um Yellowstone. I, I still love that show. And also White Lotus. I don't know if you've heard of that one. That's another oh, yeah. great show. I really want to check it out. Everybody's been raving about White Lotus. Um, mm. You know, a lot of the shows that I watch are animated and a lot of the media I consume is social because that's what I'm creating right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, and then. So like I, Attack on Titan or so, because I know you were in, you were in that or, or something like that. Is that what you mean? Or Oh, anime? Yeah. I watch some anime. I mean, you know, obviously, if there's just so many good shows and there's so much amazing content out there, I'd be hard pressed to be like, that's my favorite show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, every time I watch something, I'm like, no, that's my favorite show. No, that I went to the Willow premiere this week. I'm like, oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> I'm not even like a huge fantasy freak. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, whoa, that was like, I was like transported. I was there, man. I was there, dude. Um, but I also love comedy. Love comedy. Yeah. Some wreck in the office and shows like that. Of course, yeah. Some of the classics. Yeah. Um, so is there any future projects that you actually can talk about? <laughs> I don't you know, I know this industry as well as you, and it's it's probably everything's closed doors at the moment, isn't it? No, I did do one VR game that they announced, but I'd have to look it up for you. Yeah. Um, I just, I mean, had I just this week had um, World of Warcraft Dragonflight came out, so awesome. Um, I was in that, and then Neon White. Yeah. Call of Duty had a couple other came out. They're all coming year. out at what? Uh, sort of. The- Beyond Reality came out this year. Um, I was Windblade and Doctor Vandermeer in that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been. It's been a really fun year, and I'm excited to see kind of what's going to be next. Amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time today, Alison. We really appreciate it. Oh, Dan, I appreciate you, and thank you to all the fans that have put so much love into the game. I want you to know that all the actors really appreciate it, and I see you know all the stuff that you bring to the character, so I want to say thank you. And quickly, can you can you talk to us about your podcast? Because there's a lot of crossover with what I do and your podcast. Yeah, I'm, yeah maybe you could come on my podcast sometime. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Although I've been, you'll have to fly to LA. Cause yeah, I know. It's in person. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, one, maybe one day. Or we should do like an Instagram live or um, YouTube. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Yeah. Um, um, please talk to us about it because there's a lot of crossover. It's called Allison's Wonderland. It started actually nine years ago. Um as a YouTube series, and but I didn't really realize you have to just keep doing it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> I, like, I did like a handful of episodes and I was like, cool, 
what now? <laughs> <laughs> and then a few years after that, I rebooted as an audio only podcast. I did that like a couple times. Um, and, and then I was, I got completely off social media and oh, okay. loving kind of being completely off grid and not having that, like, you know, feeling we all have. Uh, yeah. When I bought maybe one or two many things on like different various retail therapy sites. But other than that, I was like, really, I detached from it and I never looked back. But then the pandemic hit in 2020 and I wasn't seeing anybody anymore. And I felt really isolated. I just felt, um, I felt like I wasn't connected to everybody. And I knew people were hanging out online, but it felt really weird to come on and be like, I put this job or like, blah, blah, me, me, me. Like <laughs> so, loading or yeah. I, know yeah, I don't know. Just like, I was like, what am I going to talk about? I was like, what if I reboot the podcast? And then I'll have so much to talk about because I can help lift up my friends and I can help, I can give the fans something that would be useful. Like, and we, we started as IGTV lives and we would hang out and fans would act, ask questions. And um, it was really, people were really moved by it. I had a lot of people um, send me DMs that it was the best part of their week. And so I loved it. Um, but it's really hard to grow on Instagram, you know, they, if you're live. It's, it's almost just, impossible. It's almost impossible. Exactly. <laughs> it's so hard. It's almost impossible. Yeah. So I, um, I, for season two, I switched it over to YouTube. Yeah. And um, now season three is back. Um, we're made, we've made some changes. Uh, have you ever thought about TikTok, going live on TikTok? Yeah, I have gone live on TikTok just for myself. Um, it's just sort of hit or miss. If you have a video that's like going viral at the moment, you can get a lot of fans. But I didn't find that I ever really hit that zeitgeist. Mm, okay. So, Interesting. But I, I love TikTok. TikTok is so fun and I like creating content on there. Um, so, yeah, I, I we do it weekly. We're, we're gearing back up next Wednesday. Um, I have, I just interviewed Victoria Atkin, who's a voice actress and Anjali, um, is coming on the show in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, we have a pretty good, pretty good lineup. I interviewed, um, Anna Brisbane, Brizzy Voices from YouTube. She's going to be my second interview. Um, so we're back in the swing of things. And, um, now I'm, I'm, uh, doing a part one and a part two of each episode. So part one will come out one week and part two comes out the next. So hopefully that'll make it a little more sustainable. 30 so, minutes each or an hour? It's probably about more like 45 minutes total. Yeah. And so I'll split that up in two. Awesome. <laughs> and what's that channel? Alison. It's Alison's Wonderland. Wonderland. But with the spelling. Great name, by the I way. I have a personal YouTube too that um, I just post some of my short form content, which is voiceover related and comedy related. Man, so you went from no social media to being everywhere. <laughs> like the span of yeah. I just do TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, okay. I don't do Twitch. I don't do Facebook. Uh, Sometimes I'll just share stuff over there, but I'm not not on it. So that's not a good way to reach me. But in, yeah. excuse me, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. 
I'm looking forward to it. And you've had some really amazing guests uh, over the years. Um, you know, Yuri Lowenthal. I remember mm-hmm. seeing that one. Um, Yuri and I worked together a bunch. We worked um, on Space Racers for a few ah, years. Ah, so yes. I love Yuri. He's such a sweetheart. He's a legend. Um, who else have you had? Did you have Fred? Um, you had, had Fred on? Him? Yeah, you had him on the show, I believe. I watched that or not. I'm trying to think if I interviewed Fred, maybe a long time ago I did. Maybe, yeah. We used to be on an improv troupe together. <laughs> Man, you, who do, you know everyone. That's just the nature of the beast, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have to well, tell me who I should get on next. Selfishly, I'll, I've got plenty of names I want to see. Like, I, I would love to have Nolan North. I don't know if you've ever. Yeah, I was just on him. a panel with him a couple months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's at the top of my list for sure. Cause I'm, I don't know if you're familiar with Uncharted, but that's, that's probably my favorite game series. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, but, um, there's so many amazing actors, some that you could have on. It's Nolan North. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to see what I can do. And I'll be like, this is for Dan Allen. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show. So we really appreciate it. Um, is there anything else you wanted to promote or or let the fans know? Um, I can't think of anything, but, you know, yeah. feel free to, f- I guess, find me on TikTok. It's at Allison Packard. And um, you can always send me a message through Instagram. Um, if you want, it's at Allison, A-L-I-C-Y-N. So, yeah, let me know what guests you want to see. And um, Beautiful. Thanks for watching. And before I let you go, is there anything uh, Rose can say to Dan? that possible yeah dan take a dirt nap (laughs) you look prepared (laughs) oh thank you thank you so much have a uh have a lovely day i will speak to you very soon take care